This is a continued reading of the Book of Church Order of the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly 2016 edition, continuing in the reading of the section on church government, picking up section 10, particular congregations B10.1, definition. It is lawful and expedient that there be fixed congregations that is, a certain company of Christians to meet in one assembly or presbytery ordinarily for public worship. When believers multiply to such a number that they cannot conveniently meet in one place, it is lawful and expedient that they should be divided into distinct particular congregations for the better administration of such ordinances as belong unto them and the discharge of mutual duties. B. 10.2. Voting Privileges. Voting is by male heads of households. If no believing male head of household exists, the wife shall consult with a session of the particular congregation, and the session shall determine what method shall be used in receiving the household vote. Binding congregational voting in the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly is only used and the admission and removal of church officers to serve in their particular congregation session or for service as a deacon. Church officers must be approved by the presbytery. Compare 1 Corinthians 14, 34 and 35 and 1 Timothy 2, 2. Section B, 10, 3. Vows for members. The following vow is required of a prospective new church seeking to be organized as a particular congregation of the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly. 1. Do you believe the Bible, consisting of the Old and New Testaments and their original autographs, to be the inspired, infallible, and inerrant Word of God, and its doctrine of salvation to be the perfect and only true doctrine of salvation? 2. Do you confess that because of your sinfulness you abhor and humble yourself before God, and that you trust for salvation not in yourself, but in the Lord Jesus Christ alone? 3. Do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your sovereign Lord, and do you promise in reliance on the grace of God to serve him with all that is in you, to forsake the world, to mortify the deeds of the flesh, and lead a godly life? 4. Do you agree to submit in the Lord and to adhere to the government of the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly, and in case you should be found delinquent in doctrine or practice, to submit, heed, and abide by its discipline. B. 10.4. Particular or partition of congregations. A. The ordinary, most expedient, and edifying way of dividing Christians into particular congregations is by the respective bounds of their dwellings. B. They who dwell together are bound to all kind of moral duties one to another and thereby have a better opportunity to discharge these duties of which the moral ties are perpetual. C. In this company, some must be set apart to bear office by authority of the Presbyterial Assembly. B. 10.5 Officers of particular congregations. A. For officers in particular congregations, 
in a particular congregation, there should be at least one elder who labors in word and doctrine. This minimum is required for a group of people to be considered a particular congregation. B. It is also desirable that there should be others to join in the government of a particular congregation. C. Likewise, it is desirable that there should be others to take special care for the relief of the poor. D. The number of each of the officers is to be proportioned according to the condition of the congregation as approved by the presbytery. E. These officers are to meet together at convenient and set times for the well-ordering of the affairs of that congregation, each according to his office. F. It is most expedient in these meetings that the presiding pastor should moderate in their proceedings. G. In the event a particular congregation find itself, finds itself without an elder, the presbytery will appoint an elder or elders, pastor, teacher, or governor, to serve until this situation can be remedied. B. 10.6. Ordinances in particular congregations. The ordinances in a particular congregation are prayer, thanksgiving, singing of psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, the word read, although there follow no immediate explication of what is read, the word expounded and applied, catechizing, the sacraments administered, collection made for the poor and the needs of the congregation, and dismissing the people with a blessing. B. 10.7. Sessional Assemblies. A. The ruling officers of a particular congregation have power and authority to call before them any member of the congregation as they shall see just occasion. 1 to inquire into the knowledge and spiritual estate of the several members of the congregation, and two, to admonish and rebuke. b. Authoritative suspension from the Lord's table of a person not yet cast out of the church is agreeable to the scriptures. 1. Because the ordinance itself must not be profane. 2. Because we are charged to withdraw from those that walk disorderly. 3. Because of the great sin and danger, both to him that comes unworthily and also to the whole church, and four, because there was power and authority under the Old Testament to keep unclean persons from holy things, the same power and authority, by way of analogy, continues under the New Testament. C. The ruling officers of a particular congregation have power and authority to, to suspend from the Lord's table a person not yet cast out of the church. 1. Because those who have authority to judge and admit such as are fit to receive the sacrament have authority to keep back such as shall be found unworthy. And 2. Because it is an ecclesiastical business of ordinary practice belonging to that session. D. The authority to excommunicate resides with presbytery. E. When congregations are divided and fixed, they need all mutual help one from another, both in regard to their intrinsic weaknesses and mutual dependence, 
but also in regard of enemies from without. F. Governors, having been selected and approved by the congregation, examined and ordained by the presbytery, shall serve on the session along with the approved pastor. A session may request an elder who is presently worshiping with that congregation, though not functioning in a pastoral teaching or governing capacity therein, to act as a participating member of that session, having been consented to by the congregation and approved by the presbytery. B. 10.8. Requirements for receiving particular congregations and elders into presbytery. A. The following procedures are intended to cover all typical circumstances regarding the establishment and or expansion of a presbytery, including the establishment and or reception of particular congregations, full or mission, and elders, preaching, teaching, governing, and provisional, deacons, and licentiates. B. They must meet at least weekly on the Lord's Day for worship and be organized with elders and members. Sacraments must be served regularly and at least monthly. They must have had the Westminster Standards read to them and be willing to submit to them. D. Their officers must be in agreement with the Westminster Standards and be willing to submit themselves to the Book of Church Order and the oversight of the Presbytery. E. The particular congregation must relinquish all membership with any other ecclesiastical group or denomination, its membership in any broad-based councils of churches or pastoral associations must be agreeable to presbytery. F. The particular congregation must agree not to tolerate any teaching from an elder which is contrary to the teachings of the Bible as understood by the Westminster Standards and the Book of Church Order. G. The particular congregation must be instructed in the sacraments and agree to abide by such instruction in accordance with the Westminster Standards in the Book of Church Order. H. The congregation must agree to have the Westminster Standards taught in their congregation on a frequent and regular basis. I. The particular congregation must bring to the attention of Presbytery any past or pending disciplinary actions involving their congregation by any other denomination or group of churches. Failure to do so could be cause for discipline by the Presbytery. The Presbytery must be satisfied with the results and conclusions of such disciplinary action. J. The particular congregation must be willing to submit to the government and discipline of the Presbytery according to the Book of Church Order. K. All particular congregations agree that they do not recognize women as officers of the church, teachers of adult men, or ministers of the gospel, but do acknowledge that they may serve the church in numerous other ways and be outstanding witnesses for Jesus Christ. L. The particular congregation must agree to conform its present and future practices to the Westminster Standards and the Book of Church Order to the best of its ability. M. Any particular congregation can expect from the Presbytery 1. Counsel with, counseling with regard to church practices. Assistance with regard to approved educational materials and courses for their officers and potential leaders of the church. 3. 
assistance in the selection of ministers and counsel to their present officers, and four, full access to the judicial courts of the denomination. N. The particular congregation, its officers and members, agree not to turn to the world to resolve differences between particular congregations of the denomination, their members, and any of the courts. O. All congregational properties remain the property of the particular congregation. Any properties involving loans from other congregations, presbyteries, or denominational sources must be made by contract and include articles covering eventualities of disbandment and separation from the denomination. 10.9. Procedures for Receiving New Congregations A. Each new particular congregation must, one, have a declaration of association and bylaws, as approved by the applying particular congregation. Two, identify the presbytery to which they have applied. And three, identify the consultants appointed by the moderator of the General Assembly to review all such documents. Any changes after becoming a member congregation must be approved by this same committee. B. After the above preliminaries have been completed and the particular congregation is ready to be received, the following steps should be observed. 1. A congregation which desires to be received into the RPCGA shall apply to the Presbytery through its clerk of the session. In its application, the congregation shall state the reasons which have moved it to apply for membership in the RPCGA. 2. The Presbytery or a committee appointed by the Presbytery shall examine the applicants as to their Christian faith and life and their knowledge of and willingness to submit to the standards of the RPCGA. 3. The governors who serve a particular congregation, if there be such, shall be examined by presbytery as to their qualifications and as to their subscription to the Westminster Standards and to the Book of Church Order. 4. The pastors serving a particular congregation, if there be such, shall be examined by the presbytery according to the Westminster Standards and the Book of Church Order. 5. When the above actions have been approved by Presbytery, a service of recognition and installation shall be conducted by Presbytery or an appointed committee. At the time appointed, the congregation shall be informed of the action of the Presbytery and the moderator shall address to the congregation the following questions. 1. Do you believe the Bible, consisting of the Old and New Testaments and their original autographs, to be the inspired, infallible, and inerrant word of God? and its doctrine of salvation to be the perfect and only true doctrine of salvation? 2. Do you confess that because of your sinfulness you abhor and humble yourself before God, and that you trust for salvation not in yourself, but in the Lord Jesus Christ alone? 3. Do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your sovereign Lord, and do you promise in reliance on the grace of God to serve him with all that is in you, to forsake the world, to mortify the deeds of the flesh, and lead a godly life? 4. Do you agree to submit in the Lord and to adhere to the government of the Reformed Presbyterian Church General Assembly, and, in case you should be found delinquent in doctrine or practice, to submit, heed, and abide by its discipline? The congregation shall answer in the affirmative by raised hands. After this, the congregation shall be recognized as a particular congregation of the Presbytery, then the officers shall be ordained and installed according to the book of church order. We will end our reading here.